When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, hey there, boys and girls. Welcome to Only Stupid Answers, the best dang podcast you can put your moist little ears into. Thank you for joining us for an episode where we're going deep. Just, just gonna go we're so going deep. deep. I can't make my voice. There we go. That's what we're doing. We're going deep because we asked you guys for your questions and we asked for the deep. Once. We just Man, want those deep questions. I really baby. wish I had one of those voices that like just res. You know when Ving Rhames talks in yeah, the whole man. theater it seat feels shakes? good, or like uh, Benedict Cumberbatch that mm-hmm. like he's got a tumbra in yeah. his voice. I think that's something that people say about people's voices. That's a thing people say about each other. That is, and I do, and I wish I had that. But we're gonna be going deep. We're gonna be. We asked you guys to email us some questions. We're gonna read about that. Also, some of you guys sent them in on the Discord and on the Patreon. So we're gonna read a few we're of those from as well. all over. My goodness, but gracious DJ, me! Yes. What is this podcast about? What do we like to talk about? We like to talk about movies. Yes. We talk like like to talk about TV shows mm. and comic books, mm. video games, mm. occasionally the undead. Mm. And the aliens. Paranormal. <gasps> what? Basically, whatever we like to talk about, we talk about. That's not our theme song. That's a different show. <laughs> it's a different show. We won't, we won't give them the money, though, of saying their name no, on this podcast. They don't need it. They don't need it? They sure don't. They're, all those actors are fine. Yeah. Uh, but we did. Uh, so we're going to be answering your guys' questions, and these are some of my favorite episodes. But wait, we hold do. on, Sam. Who are you? I'm Sam. And over there, who's that? DJ. And you can find me at DJ Talks Trash. I'm at Sam Basher. There it is. That matters. And but you. You seem you were ready for it. I was go, ready. Go for I was, it, go I, for it. And if there, you have any anything else about this podcast, where to listen, uh, our videos, our Patreon, all that stuff, you can go to onlystupidanswers.com. Uh, usually, we open up our episodes with uh, what we're into this week, and what I'm into this week is something that actually came from you guys. Uh, yes, that you guys, uh, a couple of you guys, uh, came together and uh, sent us a few things. Uh, I think we can read this one first. Um, I'll start it out with this because I believe. Uh, you like yeah, the, everybody uh, at home like that unfolding sound? It is right nice there. paper. That's high quality. This paper. is high high end paper right here. But what I think happened is uh, Maggie uh, and some of the uh, moist little ears from the, our Patreon group, uh, a bunch of amazing individuals, yes, uh, noticed that our birthday for the podcast was coming up, and they put together a little something for us. And I am uh, very flattered, and I got a little teary eyed thinking about this because mm-hmm. it was extremely sweet. And yeah. they, they, if you guys are, are watching live, you can see that this card's amazing that they send. If you're listening. Uh, they sent us a birthday card that is the Superman logo, but over the cover of the card is a little button-up collared white shirt. Yeah, so it's great. It's very it's, sweet. It's a real win. Uh-huh. And if you if you wouldn't mind, I'd like to read uh, what the what these people have written to Please us because it's, it's very sweet. Yeah. So this is from Maggie in the card. She wrote, "Dear DJ and Sam, I can't thank you enough for the joy OSA has brought to me. I started listening right from the beginning and have been an avid listener ever since. I'm so glad I joined the Patreon because you've created a community that's so unique. Everyone is so kind, fun, caring, and accepting. We can have conversations about the things we love, learn about things that are new to us, and discuss differing opinions without attacking others. I." the friendships I've made through your podcast, and I'm excited for the many more to come. You two deserve all the success in the world, and I can't wait to see what you'll create next. Happy birthday, Only Stupid Answers. Sincerely, Maggie Whitmer. And, That's really good. And this That's is great. happy second birthday 
uh, OSA love the moist little ears because with this, uh, they actually sent us, if you're watching live, you can see, but if you're not, they sent us two ornaments. Uh, yeah. There's a Flash mobile with a Flash in it and a Superman mobile yeah. with a Superman in it. It's real cute. It's real fun. We also have... Um, well, that came with it, actually. That too. came with it, but I figured that's more... Well, this is We can do this one and then do that one. Okay. What do you think about that? Sure. Uh, this one um, came from our friend Chai. Chai. Yeah, yeah. she uh, actually, if you guys are on the Twitter a few months back, she's a teacher and there was a... Uh, she recorded her kids singing the Beachbody On Demand song. <laughs> Yeah. that we sing and uh, yeah she wrote us a letter which is a chance you might hear that song in this episode yeah. you'll just have to stay tuned so she said dear DJ and Sam congratulations on two amazing years of only stupid answers I truly appreciate all that you guys do and the hard work you put into producing great content your podcast is so much fun to listen to and I uh, now look forward to Mondays thanks for that uh, she says I was in Korea for a few weeks and I thought you guys might enjoy some of these I really wasn't much but I thought you might appreciate it thank you again you guys are the best and she says P.S. happy birthday Sam as of this recording that is coming up soon but she sent us um, some gummies from Korea yeah and and these uh, car scents I don't know how she was in uh, my car to know that I needed a oh. uh, little fragrance I definitely need little it and also pop sockets but they have uh, they have the Captain America shield and I can't see what the other one is because it's we're decorating with yeah. it. It's very important. It's Iron Man. Oh, yeah. Iron Man. Iron Man. And uh, we did this before on the Patreon stream, but uh, I did have one of these bags of gummies because yeah. they are delicious. Yeah, they're great. Uh, but, but it is crazy hot in California, so, so they definitely melt together. Take a listen. That's not construction. That's those gummies. I'm yeah. going to be chowing down on these yeah. later and sharing them with people, but they are little tough yeah. but uh chai thank you so much for sending that she was very excited and she was messaging me but also along with maggie uh she sent uh, a, a couple other people wrote some notes as well yes. and uh maggie sent it along with some fun stickers and thank you for saying the ba- the box is covered in stickers as well which is really sweet uh but first up we have congratulations on two years of only stupid answers sam and dj i love the positivity you bring to my day and i legitimately think you're the best in the business thanks for always making me smile and here's to many more years of the podcast kite man hell yeah jake sarmazian Jake, our, one of our, our other favorite Canadian from the North. I hope you're doing well. Uh, dear Sam and DJ, I've enjoyed your TV show reviews ever since SourceFed and jumped on the podcast early on. Every week, you guys bring constructive criticism or on the rare co- cases like Transformers 5, well-placed rants. Sam, yeah. you introduced me to my dad wrote a porno, and I will be forever grateful. DJ, you got me back into reading comic books, and I never regret reading any of your suggestions. Thank you. Looking forward every week to dip my moist... Little ears. It was written in the thing I had to say. Yeah, it's it's in there. You gotta uh, into Super TV Showdown and Saturday uh, morning movie reviews for or other fun things that you two come up with. Hundred episodes is not a small feat, and I wish you best. I uh, wish you two the best of success for the many more hundred episodes to come. All the best wishes from your friendly French Canadian neighbor of the North, Terry Fournier. See, got two Canadians in this. Uh, uh, Three more here really quick. Uh, Oh, damn, two years of OSA. That's so amazing, and I'm so happy to have been there to see this community grow and the creativity continue on and on. I want to thank the both of you for creating such a kind and supportive community, one that everyone can really feel like they belong. For me, being so far away in Scotland, it's so easy to feel disconnected from so much, but that's never felt in this community. Everyone is so caring and keeps everyone involved. You guys have an unparalleled passion for all things nerd, 
that is injected into everyone who listens. You care about your audience and create a dynamic that feels equal. Everything that you do has something special and unique in it, which sets you apart from other podcasts of this kind. Keep working hard, and I look forward to seeing you both grow uh, what you have. Thank you for being rad, Julie Layden. And then we have two more here. Take them away. The last one is oh, my well, I chose, Yeah, Sorry. I chose the shortest ones is, where, is when I jumped in. I, <laughs> I had some good timing there. Yeah. Uh, the, the one and only boy people, thank you for being the best and uh, bringing us joy with what you're passionate about. This world can bring us down, but you guys always cheer us up. Your boy, Danny boy. And then thanks for being rad. Happy second birthday from Kate Houlihan. Kate Houlihan. Danny yeah. Boy, Jake, Terry, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and Julie, and Chai. Thank you all for sending yeah, these. Yeah, we got some feels in the, in the chats, too. Everybody that wrote these letters is in, the, is in the chat right now. And Danny Boy says he's getting some feels. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chai uh, did some crying faces. Uh, we appreciate y'all. You're yeah. all the best. No, it's, uh, it's been a very special uh, experience for yeah. both of us. And yes. I, just Not to speak for both of us, but it's just been like, it, it's been life-changing and we appreciate you guys because it all right this is what we get to do and it's very special but uh to uh in like to interact with you guys more it'd be really fun to hop in and answer some of your deeper yeah let's let's we're gonna we've got a an email ask at only stupid mm-hmm. where you can send some of the your your more thought out questions yes. uh make sure to label it fit to air but before we dive into that guys You know it. You love it. Super TV Showdown is back because our shows are back. Flash, Black Lightning, uh, Arrow, Supergirl, Legend. There's so many. And because there are so many, Mm -hmm. Super TV Showdown is expanding. Now, not only will you be able to watch it live on twitch.tv slash playnoggin Thursdays at 4 p.m. PST, but there will be bonus Patreon content exclusive to patreon.com slash only stupid answers. So if you want to watch live on Twitch, you can catch us talking about Arrow, Flash, and Supergirl. But if you want any of those other shows, mm-hmm. Legends, Lightning, Black Lightning, Titans, mm-hmm. Runaways when it comes back, mm-hmm. Gotham, Sam, Sam's in, eyes are this. Inhumans. Inhumans. That's not coming back. I know, but I'll talk about it. But you can check that out on patreon.com slash only only stupid answers and that's going to be airing right after our live show on twitch Mm -hmm. and also that helps us keep the lights on in this whole place so please consider uh, supporting on patreon.com and we'll see you next thursday whenever you're listening to this it's going to be the next thursday (laughs) at 4 p.m pst at twitch.tv slash play noggin now back to the episode but yes, like DJ was saying, we even have a contact uh, little tab on OnlyStupidAnswers.com, which directly connects it to that email. So if you guys want to write us an email there, you can do that as well. But you guys have, and some people actually hit us up on the Patreon and the Discord, yes. which is the proper way to be uh, contacting us, if you guys didn't know, because that's how you get it from through the Patreon. Just saying, those are special people. But for the questions, we're going we're gonna to go ahead and keep these anomalous. Um, yeah, <laughs> anomalous, yes. Anomalies. Uh, there we so go. I've, I've got this one. Uh First, hello, boys. First, I want to say thank you guys for making my weeks uh, weeks brighter in your podcast and with your podcast and Twitch stream. On to my question. This is not a nerd one, but my summer roommate may be one of the worst I've had. <laughs> I'm talking never cleans, leaves a sink full of dirty dishes for days at a time, keeps opening the windows even though I have severe pollen allergies and a plethora of other things that would take forever to list. So I need some solidarity. What are your worst roommate stories or the worst thing you did to a roommate? Sam, 
possibly something other than having to build furniture at 3M since I already know about that. That's a video you guys shot that was fun back in the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay, so yes, I have stories of roommates being bad, and I do have a story of when I was the bad roommate. Oh, I messed shit. up. I want to hear the story when you were a bad roommate. We'll start with those. Okay. So here's one when I got caught, and here's one when I didn't get caught. This okay, is me doing something enough. bad, but I was able to fix it quick enough. Um, so the roommate I was staying with, it was a. Uh, uh, we'll keep all names out of this, and yeah. you guys can just speculate. Uh, yeah. So one night, William Haynes, <laughs> <laughs> my friend uh, Billy yeah. Haynes. Uh, no, he. Um, no, no. This is before that. Um, I was uh, living with a friend and his older brother, and the older brother is uh, he's like an engineer, and yeah. so he he had good money coming in, and he'd been saving up for a long time. So he yeah, got those nice, engineers, make, engineers make that coin. Yeah, yeah, the pre coins, and they uh, and he he let us share. So my friend and I were sh- living in a shared room, and okay. it was very cramped uh but this is the first time i like i moved out and i still had a lot of the ideas in my head of like you know like you got to move out of the things that you're comfortable with at home yeah like how um uh like let's say doing your laundry and checking your pockets that's really important that you do that so in case you accidentally wash a full pack of gum yeah uh maybe don't maybe check because i did that and i washed a full mega pack of gum mm-hmm. and if you don't know what happens when that happens basically it starts to pull all the lint that usually go in the lint trap and sticks it to the side with like a tread mark of gum along the side of oh, the drum no. so it lo- the entire drum was messed up and all my clothes that were in there which were white so that was good <laughs> yeah. that was it fell out of my pants and went through the load behind it so that was mm. yeah. so i took it out and i was like one, my clothes are ruined. Like that, those the clothes that were in there, like the, those are just going in the trash. Like I'm not yeah. even gonna try to figure out like freeze them and then break them. I'm like, no, nah, not gonna do that. But like, uh, he was gonna be home soon. The older roommate and like, cause my friend, we would like he'd laugh at me and we'd figure it out. But yeah. the older roommate, not a fun dude. Yeah, he's not gonna play Shockingly, around. Shockingly, yeah. He's a, uh, that engineer did not have a sense of humor. Yes. Shocking. Yeah, he did not. So I. Um, yeah, I, uh, I I got as many cleaning products as I possibly could. I was yeah. like, can I put this in here? Can I put this in here? Can I put this in here? It's like, okay, so I have uh, like the green pledge that's super concentrated. So I was just like sticking my head in there, like spraying it and hand spinning it and like scrubbing and scrubbing and scrubbing it. And then I just, uh, t- uh, it was clean, but then there was the smell of it, you know? And it was just like, oh, I have to get the smell out of there. So I just started running all of the rest of the clothes that were already clean again, like my towels that were mm-hmm. like, they could just suck up scent. And I'm yeah. like, I'll throw those out too. Like this is a big waste of money on my part. Mm-hmm. And I did not have a lot of disposable income, but I needed to make sure that this was okay. Yeah. So I started running it and running it and started like pulling out the lint stuff. And like, it was like, I was getting there, I was getting there. And then finally, like I was good. And that's right when he got home. And I was like, well, yeah, just done with the laundry. Good. Then I messed up later in a way that was like just dumb and me not thinking and and it was definitely thinking back I would be 100% pissed about this and I don't know why my brain didn't click I was more in the mindset it was when I was an intern and I was just like I have to make sure that the shoot works so that I can keep a job and keep getting money so basically we needed to do a shoot where there was a dining room scene Uh, and to do that I was like oh I have a there's a dining room set at the house and I don't know why my brain I didn't think just ask and he would probably be fine with it instead I borrowed the chairs from the dining room Mm -hmm. and then I brought them back later and he's like hey what the fuck why didn't you say that like you were taking like the dining room set out of the apartment looking back is it like the biggest thing in the world not really like i didn't like break the apartment i brought it back and everything was fine yeah uh but he definitely didn't need to take a hammer to your hand for that. no he yeah. didn't but uh yeah i can't really fortunately fortunately most of those digits healed back okay yeah mostly driving with the right hand not yeah. the left and he knew that like yeah. at least he went for the non-dominant exactly hand. but no he was uh he uh his family does not talk to me anymore because of that because of the chairs yep that's where i was like oh okay so i i know i fucked up i bumbled yeah. it big time yeah but also it's like maybe cool it may maybe cool it a little bit because <laughs> 
overall, yeah, I clean more than everyone. Also, he had a damn dog that would eat everything that was on the ground and just shit and vomit. Like it was a <laughs> like it was like if a water balloon had two ends and you stepped on the middle and it shot out both ends. That's what the dog was like its entire life. It was a corn dog that came to life and roamed around and just like. <laughs> Also, I was there when the water broke, the water heater in the, adja- in the adjacent apartment, yeah. and it shot water into the wall, and I was like, huh, look at all those bubbles. And it was yeah. like, and then we went next door, and I was able to turn it off, and we didn't have that much damage, which was good. But her apartment, uh, like, I saw the paint from the ceiling mm-hmm. peel off. Like, uh. like, layers of the apartment were falling down. So that's something there. Uh, a different roommate, yeah. they would just leave cups of everything everywhere. And I was just like, where the... Where are they? I don't know where the cups are. Like they, and then like one time I found a juice where they had a nice layer of mold that was growing over Great. it. That's always fun. Yes, that's that one fun. made me yak. I'll yeah. tell you that. And like uh, that was super not fun. Uh, one time a roommate uh, woke up in the middle of the night and was like, "Ooh, I can go for a snack." Turn on the stove and then went back to bed. And then we woke up and we're like, "Holy!" Uh, sorry, turn on the oven. Yeah. Uh, so it's a little bit better. But like we, I came downstairs and I was like, "Gas oven." The gas oven. Not yeah. great. It's not great, not but great. technically, it's it's better than the stove because it's not just pumping gas. It's yeah. Uh, neither are good yeah. uh, but I upstairs was like that's a little warm and then when downstairs I was like holy shit it's like 110 degrees downstairs what the hell's happening and like he and I was like the fucking oven's on and it wasn't on when I uh-huh. uh, when I left also one time roommates uh, if you want to hear about this I came home and they had a they had a pet like I've always like lived with other roommates pets which is usually not a big deal yeah. I came home and the front door was just open mm-hmm and I was like, lights are off. Dog was just sitting there in the door. And I was like, good. And I was like, hey, anybody, like, when was the last time someone was home? And it's like, oh, we left like two hours ago. I'm like, great. Mm-hmm. So the door is open and the back door is open, by the way. And they're like, oh, shoot, sorry. And yeah. it's like, I, it, I, not all my stuff's locked upstairs. Like, yeah. I mean, if they want to break down the door, then a good initiative. Yeah. But like, that's your dog, like, yeah. right there by the front door. Yeah. And that's just nothing yeah there's a lot more let me throw it over to you yeah so so i uh uh i lived in a couple dorms in college uh my recommendation for roommates is you either need to be they need to be your lifelong friends for life like blood brothers and arms type deal like Mm. it would take it would it would take a lot to really break that bond like you've traded kidneys yeah yeah yeah, just because when you start living with somebody there's there's a learning curve right Mm -hmm. or you need to have never met them ever you need to have literally zero relationship with them uh, because then you're just you're you're there's no personal feelings involved. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? If you're kind of friends with them, that can be tough. Yeah. That can be that can be a tough one. Uh, uh, before people I just randomly met, uh, I had some good friends in college. Um, one of them was a more of a ladies' man than I was, and I shared a wall with him. Uh, and, but that's you know what that was actually a good learning curve because once you start living in apartments, that's just how the world works. It's yeah. just everybody's loud through the walls, and you can't help it. So you know everybody's sex life mm-hmm. <laughs> um and the other one um was uh uh was was japanese from japan didn't really speak english very well and just left trash out of his front door because it was we lived in an apartment where we didn't share rooms like it was we shared a living space and then we each had our own bedrooms yeah and he would just leave trash out of his front door well he didn't want his room. yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> uh but that was that was less he was on the other side i was dealing with the sex boy uh, my other friend on the other side of the living space, he was dealing, that was the guy he shared a wall with. So that was more his problem. Um, and then uh, I had somebody uh, uh, last year of college, I thought I had it set up because I was, I was living with my best friend and we were supposed to have another roommate. And I got another uh, friend I'd met the year before in there. 
Um, and it turned out that he was a pathological liar, and mm. I did not know that. Uh, what would that be like for you then? So, so what, uh, what it would be like is, you know, like living with dudes, typically it's like you're responsible for your own shit, right? So uh, you do your own dishes, you do whatever. It's not, you don't have a fucking chore wheel. Typically, that was my living situation. Typically, you, you, you channeled your own stuff. And there would be piles of my dishes in the sink, but I had not used them. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, listen, man, you know, it, it's cool that you borrow the dishes, but you got to do them. He's like, oh, I didn't use them. Mm-hmm. I saw you mm-hmm. using my plate to eat the shit that's still on the plate. Yeah. I saw you do that. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's not mine. But I, why would you lie about this? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't, uh, doesn't benefit you. Like he, Is he, that a mental disease there at was that a point? Girl, I don't know, man. There was a girl that he was not good for him. They were not good for each other. And he... Uh, be like, oh, I'm not seeing her anymore. And then he would sneak out to go see her. And again, you're not responsible to us. Yeah. I don't know why you feel the need to lie to us about this particular situation. Like, she would show up. And it's like, are you guys seeing each other? Nah. Hmm. She's here, though. Like, what's happening right now? So that was, a, that was an interesting... Uh, that was an interesting experience. It's, you know, that's part of the... Fortunately, like, those are... They're challenging at the time, but those are fun stories to tell later. Uh, so so those experiences aren't too bad. You go to college, you live with other people. Those are those are some fun stories you get to tell. Hopefully, you don't get some really bad. There's There there are worse situations that you could be in. Oh, I have one of a friend that, <laughs> uh-huh. I, that they've told enough times that I feel like I can share yeah. in a way. And also, they don't listen to this podcast. So yeah, so hey. Uh, sorry, if free reign. Uh, yeah. But basically, he... Uh, this was a friend that I grew up with. And then when he went off to college, uh, he like... Um, would do different activities and so he got started pulling in friends yeah. and there was one friend that we kind of I grew up with them too but we weren't close in any way but he was so yeah. he brought in a friend who wasn't necessarily going to that school and didn't know anybody else so he was kind of an outsider but like, yeah. they're going to make it work so basically four people him my friend yeah. two people he knew really close because they're in school together and then a friend from the past so a uh, friend from the past really didn't engage with anybody else didn't really talk to anybody, and it was and it was like whatever. It's like if he's gonna, he took care of his, his own stuff. Like he paid yeah. rent on time. He'd always just like leave a check, and he'd be like, then the check always cleared. So it's just like that's fine. There you we, go. Can, we can then it doesn't matter. Yeah. But one weekend, uh, since the three other people did like an extracurricular together, they were supposed to leave. Uh, but my friend uh, came back, and he was mm-hmm. like, they were gonna leave for like the weekend, and the uh, the random dude was gonna be there. Yeah. Uh, my friend came back, and he came in. And there were, like, a bunch of just dudes, like, and women in, like, the living area. Yeah. And it was like, uh, what's going on? And they were like, hey, what are you doing here? And they, like, started to, like, get up. They're like, I live here. What yeah. are you doing? And then a roommate comes out. And it's like, no, 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 they're good. He's, like, blazing. Like, he's on whatever. Yeah. And then, like, my friend, like, went into his room. And it sh- his wall, of course, like, shared with the living space. And so he could hear everything that's happening and, like quick spark notes version of this. Yeah. Uh, he heard uh, the dudes get in an actual fight. He heard, uh, he heard uh, a caulking sound, and mm-hmm. he was like, mm. "So that's when he went into the bathroom and he sat yeah. in the tub and he's like, Mm-mm, not yeah. sure, I'm not gonna be sleeping against the wall of whatever's happening in there." Yeah. Uh, definitely, uh, people were rifling through the other roommate's room too, and it was right. just like, uh, "Yeah, that's when then they uh, had to have a really hard talk where it's like, yep, yeah, we're gonna have to kick him out. Like yeah. we'll have to take over that rent, but like, yeah, that's not that's yeah. not." cool that's yeah. not okay that happened so it's like hey and also not to take away from your roommate because that sucks but yeah. it's like trust me it can always get it can worse. always be worse yeah that's- hopefully you're in a fun story later situation and not like a uh, afraid for your life situation you know what hey keep opening the windows and the pollen's getting it nail those windows <laughs> yeah you just, you just put a nail <laughs> hey, right through the window if there's an emergency too bad you kept 
breaking my trust. Exactly. Right? <laughs> uh, but no, that's uh, it is a bummer, and I apologize. But you know, it can it can always it can always be bad. Uh, I think I'm trying to see if this is there's one. Uh, oh, there's definitely one where. Mm, there will be too many names attached to it. I, okay, I, I, right, right. I, I will tell. say, I will say, because you shared some negative ones. I don't know if uh, you'd have to ask my roommates if I ever did uh, bad roommate stuff. I will say that that uh, living with a buddy of mine for a long time and with that system of like, hey, you handle your own stuff. There'd always be this kind of like nether realm of of kind of shared stuff that just wouldn't get taken care of like until somebody until somebody broke so like we would always we would always have like a stack of pizza boxes because we would always like we had it like every saturday night we'd order pizza from the same place fucking guidos was so dope uh and but it wasn't anybody's real responsibility to take out those boxes so Mm -hmm. they would just stack up until one of us was tired of it uh, so there was like a person-sized stack of pizza boxes by that. The, yeah, time. I would not surprise me if you did. I only like, went over there one time though. So we would handle our rooms, our individual rooms, but like shared space was was uh, the wild west out there. So mm-hmm. that wasn't that wasn't great. But that, uh, we've all been there, and yeah. like I definitely joined a, a living situation later. So I yeah. kind of had to like make my space in there, and that was a, that was a weird area. But like I. My thing is always, I'm like, I'm going to keep the kitchen clean. That's the thing we're going to all collectively use, unless you have shared bathrooms or anything. But it's like, that's what I'm going to be using. We're all going to be using the most. And like, I'm going to clean that regardless. And sometimes, and I'm, the living situation I have now, which is really nice, is that I'm, we are kind of all on the same page. I've kind of like tried to express as much as possible. It's like, I'm going to buy stuff for the house. Everyone can use it. Mainly, if you can see food that's like specifically mine and specifically yours, we just don't cross that way. But if like toilet paper, detergent uh so but like that's fine you can we can all share that and that's been like a nice way that we're all kind of up on top of taking care of each other's uh shit which is cool cool. and that's um it's you know and like everything's really shared which is nice yeah in the move it's not going to probably be as good because Mm -hmm. uh not because people are gonna be like grabby about things it's just gonna be like oh crap i actually have to buy i have have, i don't have furniture yeah you just have to leave it everything that's in there you guys just leave buy new stuff yeah this is for the next tenant yes (laughs) you know oh that would be great that would be amazing if i could walk into that i mean hey they'd be very lucky there'd be walk into a good a good spot. a good situation may i say something yes all right thank you i have a friend that i wanted to introduce if i'm allowed because i think our audience is going to be a big fan of them may i continue mm-hmm. all right thank you so much all right i want to talk about our friends over at robin hood all right they've supported the show in the past and i think you guys uh are going to be really interested in what they have to offer robin hood is an investing app all right oh, let you buy and sell stocks etfs options and cryptos all commission free they strive to make financial services work for everyone not just the wealthy it's a non-intimidating way for the stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence and simple and intuitive design it's a clear design with data presented in an easy to digest way i've never Ever been really involved in stocks i remember in high school they gave us fake stocks to trade in mm-hmm. an, in a, a program that looked like it was from 1998 yeah and i did pretty good <laughs> all right, i did all so, right for myself but i've always been nervous when it comes to the, the real, the real one. Yeah, i've yeah, actually yeah. just kept a copy of that program and just to make myself feel better mm-hmm. i like oh l'oreal that's yeah. a good one no you took a polaroid of the screen of that and you just look at that polaroid every once in a while you're like, like i did ah, all right shampoos <laughs> <laughs> but no with robin hood it's it's so simple to use and it's so easy to get involved and actually feel confident with your decisions and i think uh and i think that's an amazing thing that they're able to accomplish with just a simple app and it's also worth mentioning that other brokerages
exchanges charge up to $10 for every trade, but Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees. Trade stocks and keep all your profits. That's incredible. And learn by doing. Learn how to invest as you build your portfolio and discover new stocks and track favorite companies with personalized news feeds. Mine's personalized to me. As soon as you guys log in, you'll start to see companies that will, uh, you know, fit your, you know, preferences. Yeah, yeah, your your desires, your needs. There you go. And we actually have a pretty cool deal for you. Check out our friends over at Robinhood. DJ. Robinhood is giving our listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at answers.robinhood.com. That's A-N-S-W-E-R-S dot Robinhood dot Calm. Seriously, if you've ever been interested in checking out stocks and trading and whatnot, yeah. check out Robinhood. But back to the show. We have a couple other questions here that we wanted to get to really quick. Let's take a look at this one. But roommate stories are always a blast. They're always like I mean, it's always fun to talk about it because it's kind of something that it's a it's a rite of passage that everyone yeah. has to go through. So uh, there's uh, you can't really be. I mean, it, you, we can feel for each other. Which yeah, exactly. Cool. We what can. Do, what do you think about this one? Uh, I'm we, down for it. Yeah, we can make it for both of us because we try to do deeper questions, but this one could be a lot of fun for pitching. Uh, if you had to take one DC character and one Marvel character and make a movie about them, who would you choose and why? Is this them separate or this to choose two characters from different universes and put them together? Let's pitch separate okay. and then same characters, pitch them in the movie together. How uh, do they team up and how, how does the story make go? A mo- make a movie out of them, DC and a Marvel character. Do you have one in the in the? Locked and loaded? Yeah. I do. Yeah. I, uh, so I'd want to do Sideways because he's really new. Yeah, I think he would be... super cool. Uh, people like Spider-Man, clearly he has a lot of inspiration yes. from that. But I like the idea... I like the his use of powers. I like how while the spider powers are really fun and we, we'll never get tired of seeing him like swing from building to building, this is like a cool... You would get elements of what people wanted from the Jumper movie. Like when you yeah. saw the trailer, you're like, oh, I want to teleport. That's what Sideways can do. That's so a you, great way to pitch that yeah 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 Yeah. so you get the elements of jumper that people wanted and you yes. definitely did not get uh, I mean the effects in that movie were good but you did not get any there's no substance to that movie <laughs> at all uh, and then you get the the fun uh, kiddiness uh, and like the, the the comedy of Spider-Man in one movie you yeah. don't have to have him fighting like really cosmic threats you can still have like bank robbery yeah. and you could have um, it, it, there's a lot you could even take more elements from jumper and maybe alter his origin a little bit make him like maybe he was Maybe he acted like a kid with those powers, and he actually like maybe stole money, like yeah. because it's so easy. All he has to do is just slip his finger and walk through. Like that's yeah. such a cool power. Um, or he uses it for fame, or he uses it for this. Like yeah. have the kid acting like a kid with this, and he kind of is in the comic. He's made some uh, mistakes, bungles. Yeah, yeah. No, he. Uh, it's it's a good. He's a really fun character, and if we if you really wanted to dive into it, like you could pick um, maybe like a Superman villain, or you could pick someone who does. Uh, a lot of gadgets or something like I, I the way that you build up the threat would be interesting because you yeah. could uh, and I think the way you'd lean into it for the story is what the comic's doing right now where he doesn't really know like how dangerous he could be yeah. uh, like in the comic if you're not reading there is one moment where he's fighting somebody who has super speed so he doesn't have enough time to like yeah. uh, portal away uh, that he accidentally cuts off someone's hand and it's yeah. like it he didn't know he could do that. And like no. you kind of deal with elements like that where it's scary, but you can see that he's really trying to focus and, yeah. and nail it. Like Also, I'd want to do a Flash movie and I actually have a really fun pitch, but I'll throw to you. What's a, what's a character? Uh, if I were to choose a Marvel character, it would probably be Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a lot of cool things you could do with that character. Would um, it be more into the, the the mental side of it or would it be the mystery? The um, it would be. It would definitely be inspired by Warren Ellis's run. Um, I, I love the costume design of Mr. Knight where he's got the suits. Yeah. Uh, and I think I would probably take 
take a page from Legion and emphasize less the dissociative identity disorder and probably focus more on the idea of identity as a concept, like how we define who we are. The thing I think that interests me most about Moon Knight that I haven't seen people really explore is that he was a mercenary mm-hmm. prior to being a hero. And so I like the idea of having a really gnarly, like somebody that would be very much considered a villain mm-hmm. suddenly deciding to be to be a good person. Like and, Deathstroke and, being a good guy now. Yeah, 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 basically, yeah. If Deathstroke was like, you know what... I'm all, he basically has an almost literal come to Jesus moment, mm-hmm. and, except in this version, Jesus is contrary to the moon god. And he's like, you guys I'm, know him. Yeah, I'm going to change my ways and try and be, be a good guy and what, what that would look like for that person and that process. And I think in dealing with that, you deal with the concept of identity and how you perceive yourself and how others perceive you and, and does wanting to be a better person and striving for that kind of alter what you've done in the past. I, I, that, that stuff really interests me and I haven't really seen that angle of the character uh, uh, pursued. I would still have some of the um, Jake Lockley and stuff like that, some of his, his, his alternate identities, but more as covers and, and as he struggles to be like, is this the kind of, do I want to be the you know uh, wealthy I think it's Alan Grant is the wealthy socialite socialite version of himself or or do I want to be do I want to live a simpler life like the taxi driver Jake Lockley like you know or who is Mark Spector basically mm-hmm. as opposed to literally has multiple identities because I just I, I feel like that would be challenging and I, I feel like it's a little like it's a little too simple yeah you know what I mean and yeah, also I can't complex. I can't yeah. do it better than Split did mm-hmm. the similar concept I just don't think I could do that better and I like I like the way Legion kind of like deals with similar concepts while sidestepping that particular avenue. You yeah, know what I mean? that, yeah, and that yeah. aspect of the character. It's like, no, we can still tell the character. Yeah, Let's tell the story without the, the that it, specific the icky thing. Stuff. Yeah. Even though that show gets a little icky. But um <laughs> uh but I did want to actually I did say I had an idea for the Flash and I kind of wanted to talk about this on the episode cuz I do want to have I have a pitch for a DC universe like if we were to like re redo it and yeah. that, that is uh, that is an episode I'm very excited about but my pitch for a Flash movie is you kind of revamp how you look at his powers because when you look at it now in the TV show it's kind of like he I don't know what's happening but he's moving really fast between things and it's, yeah. like, it's not like physical uh, a strain anymore there's yeah. not really he's like besides when he's trying to stay in Flash time and move really fast like yeah. he's sweating but it's like I can't really you can't really quantify how fast he's moving exactly Um, and I think a way you can kind of nerf him a little bit and people fans can get as mad as they want about that that's fine but what you could have him what you could have him experience that's unlike quick the other Quicksilvers and the other speedsters is that it takes a lot of energy for him to focus because it's while like you can be a trained athlete and you can instinctually know like when you're running for a catch in football like you're doing the like you're running back and you're running and then you know when to turn and to catch it's kind of just based on instinct and you practice over and over again and you get that in the flash tv show a little bit where he's kind of like running into things and stuff but you only get that for maybe two episodes but besides that you're not really getting anything else you could have um the like the need to have a fast metabolism so he's eating a lot but he kind of hides it or you can have like a like that as a comedy beat but if you have him having to focus as much as possible it makes sense why people can like distract him because he's moving really fast he is perceiving enough in front of him that he's not just like snapping his ankles when he doesn't jump high enough yeah but like if he gets hit from something or someone can clothesline him, that's definitely probable because he's still a human being. His mind hasn't been totally warped yeah. to like totally take in everything that's being rushed at him. As the story goes, you can start to amp him up and let him like fully unload and like not if he's not fighting, he could fully focus and like yeah. let it rip and go really fast, which is really cool. Um, that's how I would do it. And that way you could have rogues where it's like sometimes in the comics you're like 
why is anything happening? Like, yeah. why is there ever anything bad? Like, why? Like, but for like for real? Like, yeah. there should be no reason why uh, he should be stopped at all. Yeah. So those are two DC characters. Do you have a Marvel character that you'd be you'd be have a take on? Mm. 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 While you're thinking about that, uh, my DC character Moon Knight was my Marvel. My DC character that I, I feel like hasn't really been tapped into would probably be the question. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think would be really, really cool on it because I like the idea of like if Batman Sherlock Holmes, like the the ultimate detective, the question's like Sam Spade, like he's you know he's he's the two fisted like dealing with the scummy, grimy, the stuff that doesn't make it up to Batman's radar, mm. the, the kind of the more more personal stuff like that. He's not necessarily the smartest guy in the, uh, in the DCU, but he's he's uh, crafty. You yeah. know what I mean? I find that really interesting. I, that, that connects to some stories I like. And I like the design of the character, Steve Ditko, R.I.P. Um, would you want Renee Montoya or would you want... I want. I would want... Who's the other guy? Uh, Vic Sage. I'd yeah. want Vic Sage with Renee Montoya as a supporting character. Mm. What about in the second one? She becomes a question. You could be. Could be. But, but uh, spoilers. Uh, mm-hmm. No, uh, I, I'd want her as a supporting character. And um, there's also other, other characters that I think you could incorporate into his sphere. Mm-hmm. That I think would be really interesting. Um, I also like I like characters that are kind of like they're good guys, just by a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like maybe the circles they travel in aren't necessarily the the the, the best people, um, but they're they're doing doing good stuff. So uh, Lady Shiva is a character that surprisingly hasn't shown up in any of the CW shows or any of that stuff, but she's a, a major supporting character for the question. Mm-hmm. I think you could do some cool stuff with her as well. Uh, I just think he's a cool, he's a cool, more grounded character that you could do some really fun stuff with. Honestly, you could take a lot from Matt Fraction's Hawkeye run. That's no. probably where I would go. It's like, hey, can you just look at this really quick and no. just be like, hey, this is how you tell the story. Like, this is like you make him. Is that your Marvel character? Is I, that what you're? Yeah. I think I'm going through them really quick to see if there's any ones that like haven't been used. And I saw like Domino popped up. I was like, no, okay, then. Yeah. Cloak and Dagger. No, no, that's not gonna happen. Uh, Cosm Ghost Rider gonna be a minute oh, if that man, ever he's happens. So cool. He's so cool. He is, and he's really good. Give that to Donald Glover to. Make an animated series out of um i'm thinking 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 and scrolling through this it's like i think the one i i would want is a hawkeye solo movie but from matt fraction's point of view it's such a good take on the character it's fully street level where it's only dealing with like a building of people that he lives like he lives in there and he he protects them from uh the most stereotypical gangsters you could possibly have they're even saying like bro every other word that's a joke that could work in a comic book i would love to see a screen test of it just to see if like you could do something that's super like make it really pulpy but also at the same time like really you could have like comedy you don't have to have fourth wall breaking like deadpool but you could have trick arrows and make those really fun where it's like he doesn't really know and throw in that he is partially deaf so you can have sign language in there as well or he's actually fully deaf but he has a, a good hearing aid at least on one side gotcha, if you gotcha, can get gotcha. it working because there's one issue where it's just from uh just sign language like he can't hear it could be that he like got like he got hit pretty hard yeah. but um that would be a really good one also uh him and uh it's a great joke that there's two hawkeyes it's like yeah, yeah there's another person i would really like uh, kate bishop i'd like kate bishop to show up i think if they ever wanted to do a jeremy renner movie having him having kate bishop kind of being the main character and he's her mentor I think would be a really cool direction to take that character and she's like I want to be a better Hawkeye than you and it's like so she always introduces herself as Hawkeye it's like but isn't that the guy it's like "Mm." and it's like isn't he the Avenger it's like yeah but Mm. she is technically better but he still has he's still capable and the way that they kind of deal with like the um uh, I'm trying to figure out the word for it it's not that he is a womanizer it's that he 
Hmm. Basically, when they didn't know how to write Hawkeye, it's like now he's dating him. <laughs> now yeah. he's dating this girl, and it's like now he's dating this. And then when they bring that back around, it's like he has all these different kind of like people that can look at his life, and they they are critical of him because yeah. he wasn't you know he's not the best person. Yeah. But I, I enjoy the storytelling that Matt Fraction did with all of those supporting characters for Hawkeye and the way he utilized Kate Bishop. And later when he wrote just a Kate Bishop comic, where uh, yeah. uh, uh, what's his name? Oh crap. Clint. Jeff Lemire? Clint oh, oh was, gotcha, gotcha. Was, barely, uh, was barely in it. So, yeah. And also, Kelly Thompson's Hawkeye runs really good, and I can't wait for West Coast Adventures where they're both in it, so you have two no. Hawkeyes on one team. No. It's going to be great. I, I'm fully on board with those characters, but if we were to do a movie where they were together, I would definitely, now thinking about it, I would do Sideways and um, Hawkeye, because Hawkeye is a good person who's always trained people. Like He did, yeah. he was in charge of the Thunderbolts. He trained Kate. and like Thunderbolts are cool. You know what? Fuck man, a Thunderbolts movie would be so fucking cool. For friends who don't know them, who are they? Uh, Thunderbolts was they, you. You could never beat their introduction. Uh, their introduction was it was right after uh, the Battle of Onslaught, where all the non, all the all the books that weren't selling as well, so not Spider Man and the X Men, got sucked into a pocket universe so oh, they no. could be rebooted. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were announcing there's a new superhero series. Uh, coming out of that called the Thunderbolts and it's it's Citizen V and Songbird and these Mach 1 I think he was at the time all these new characters first issue typical team up book they're saving the day end of the issue you realize it's this team of superheroes is actually the masters of evil disguising themselves as superheroes to take advantage of the heroes being gone so cool and so it's basically it's it's this now is, it's different though yeah it's been a few different things in a lot of ways it's kind of marvel's answer to suicide squad although it's not that's not it's not a one-to-one comparison but it's a team of villains trying to be good guys mm-hmm. uh and hawkeye led them for a while luke cage led them for a while uh winter soldier led them for a while actually coming out of uh the stuff with avengers infinity war this is actually a really good time to introduce those characters uh be really cool they had villains if the marvel universe had villains that were still around if uh civil war was the answer to batman v superman and they're like hey we can do that too and we can yeah. do it better and they did uh but then if they were like yeah okay so you guys did suicide squad we can do that too yeah and like do the, do the thunderbolts it's just a, a cool concept i i'm really interested in the idea of villains trying to be heroes i think that's a very interesting uh, ground to mine that i don't think the movies have really tackled yet no but you have you have Zemo, who could lead them. You could yeah. have, uh, or with yeah. somebody else too. But you have Abomination, who is there? You have Batroc from Winter Soldier. You do, uh, yeah. And you could have uh, like just grab a couple of Spider-Man's villains and throw them yeah. in there too, because there's definitely been populating those yeah. people. I don't think Iron. I think Iron Man's. Done you could a- have Ghost was part of the team for a while, and I think you could include her after Ant Man and the Wasp. Yes, maybe she's good yeah. now. Whatever, wherever she also, landed. Also, maybe they fixed her, but but theoretically, you could include her, which would be cool. Yeah. Um, you could have them led by by a reformed Bucky, or you could have them led led by Clint. You could do cool stuff. Norman Osborn led them for a while too, which yes. was cool. That could be a cool intro for him. That is the darkest version of the Thunderbolts. It is, but I do. Uh, I, so if we were to put them together, though, yeah. if we had to put two characters, I'd do Hawkeye and Sideways. Oop, I got to stop hitting that microphone. Uh, I know you guys enjoy it, uh, but um, I would do that because I like the idea of him mentoring Sideways. That yes. would be fun. Uh, don't uh, and also. You could have a lot of really cool power team ups where you see him like opening a rift, uh, Hawkeye shooting arrows through it, and it like hits enemies yeah. somewhere else. And you like kind of use them as uh, you could do a bank heist type movie where Sideways can get in there, but he doesn't know how to plan to no. get out. Like he could technically get out pretty quick, yeah, but he's still a kid, so he can't. He doesn't know how to strategize, and so he can get out. He can run away, but that does not mean like you can have a supernatural threat that could follow him or something yeah. like that. You know, you, there's some way around it that you can make it work. Um, but I would be really on board with that. What about you? Uh, I mean, like you just combined the ones you mentioned, so I'll, com- yeah. I'll combine uh, Question and, and Moon Knight. It would just be a street-level 
murder mystery of uh, two guys that probably would butt. I mean, they always butt heads. Mm. None of these people get along immediately. No, no, no. Yeah, that, and also sometimes their personalities all blend together. <laughs> yeah, they really, they really need to work on that. They need to work on their people skills. These guys. Mm-hmm. Um, wouldn't it be another. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're just street level murder mystery. Moon Knight, the question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a, what a, there's a lot of yokes in that movie. <laughs> there's, they're, in the, they're not going to be having the most fun time, yeah. but you could get a good... You gotta, you're going to need a side character that really bolsters the laughs. Yeah, it yeah. brings the, the Renee Montoya. There you go. Yeah. She's, a, she's a funny she's one. She's a laugh a minute. Uh, Lady, Lady, Lady Shiva, just kicking everybody right in the face. Yes. Yeah. Let us know if you want that. But also, we have another question here. Yes. Uh, long time, first time. I love the perspective that each of you bring to storytelling through many different mediums. I can't thank each of you enough for being a part of instilling a passion for storytelling in me. Since this passion for storytelling has grown, I've tried to get more of my friends into movies, television, comics, you name it. Mm-hmm. And the question we like to ask amongst ourselves is what stories have impacted our lives the most? So I'd like to extend that same question to you all. Though, through any medium, whether it be film, television, comics, video games, books, or even simple conversation, what stories have had the biggest impact on you? For me, 500 Days of Summer was able to get me through some hard times and I've always valued its hopeful message, why The Last Man and How I Met Your Mother mean a lot to me because they were the first stories to get me really excited about comics and television. Love you guys. Thank you for allowing me to be uh, to have more friends to analyze new stories with. Very cool. Yeah. That was a really that was a really well written question as well. So, what stories? Uh, really, uh, what's the story that you can point to as a really big inspiration for you? Something that really uh, lit the fire under you? Uh, well, I have an answer to that. Before I answer it, oh, do we have a friend? Let's say hi to a friend. Hold on, a friend stopping by. Sam, hold on. Hmm? The Emmy-winning pioneers in home entertainment are back, baby. Wait, when? You didn't tell? When? I'm telling you right now. Wait, on my on my calendar, I don't All see right. it. Is it back? TiVo mm. is back, and they are here with the TiVo Bolt OT4 antenna or the TiVo Bolt Vox for cable. Wait a second. You know what I remember? Yes. They sent us a, they sent us the box. They did, and I'm using it for – I do have an antenna mm. for that live – occasionally you want to watch some live TV. Yeah. And I hooked it up, and it was so easy, mm-hmm. so intuitive, and now it's just, I'm able to do recordings mm-hmm. from live TV and just easily switch over to Netflix or Hulu or Amazon Prime and watch some of the shows that I normally watch on apps. Wait. Correct me if I'm wrong, yes. but I believe there's a little button right there on the TiVo remote where you could actually speak into the remote. You're yeah. like, hey, I kind of want to watch The Good Place. And it's like, oh, don't worry. You got like seven places and I got them all lined up for you. Boom. Yeah. It makes TV watching easy and intuitive and makes it so it's all in one place. All right. It's the complete home TV experience, live TV, DVR, and streaming device in one that lets you access everything you love on any screen you like. Skip over entire commercial breaks with a tap of a button or voice command, and you can watch shows 30% faster with pitch-corrected sound. That's insane. Also, it's TiVo, man. You gotta skip those. That's their trademark patented thing and mm-hmm. it's delightful yes. also it's very cool having that box i had one when i was a kid and i love the little sound effects yeah, yeah, yeah very nice and you can have those sound effects when you're watching netflix uh yes please thank you and guess what you guys can get on this as well are you ready for a way better way to watch well good news tivo has put together a deal just for our listeners listen up all right Park up your ears 20 percent off any tivo bolt ota or tivo bolt vox just head to TiVo.com slash stupid20. And remember, promo code stupid20. That's TiVo.com slash S-T-U-P-I-D-2-0 
with the promo code STUPID20 for 20% off. Check it out today and let us know how, what you think about it. Yeah. There are buds, so we hope you enjoy. <laughs> Back to the show. So for me, um, I think one that really affected me a lot growing up Man, the same Raimi Spider-Man movie just opened up a whole new world to me on a lot of levels. It really affected me a lot. Like, I, this probably seems silly to a lot of people, but uh, I no, think that wait, movie... No, 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 definitely not. I think that movie hit when I was 15, so I was, like, the exact right age. Like, with the stuff he was going through, I'm like, this is my life! Except <laughs> without all the cool spider powers. But, you know, like, that that, that feeling that people don't really know who you are, or don't know your, what, what value you bring to the table, and being interested in a girl that's not interested in you, all that shit. You Like, I was... I I was in that situation but then on top of it just the the idea of like the transportive magic of filmmaking of like taking to another world um bringing something that you thought could only exist in your mind to to life uh in front of you in the big screen um the idea of overcoming your 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 obstacles to become your best self all that stuff. Like I go, I revisit that movie, and on on a technical level, I just love the energy Sam Raimi brings to it. It still it still has for me has some of the most personality of of any superhero movie. Like you can just really see why, like Blade and then X Men, kind of like hey, this is a thing. But you can see why Spider Man was like, oh no, this is gonna this is gonna happen now. Like this is this is the moment where these are the movies we're making. You know what I mean? You can see why it was that. But but on a personal level, yeah. So it helped me fall in love with movies. It showed me the the emotional power of movies. Uh, uh, I really felt like I related to it. I, yeah, it's just for me that's that was probably a big that was a big turning point. Then also in college because I lived in a in a more conservative household, so it wasn't until college I really started watching like rated R movies. That's when I first started watching Quentin Tarantino and Martin oh, Scorsese. Big boy. You got the um, rated R. Yeah. So so like. Um, uh, I saw a couple movies around the same time. Oh, you know what part of it was? Um, my dorm had cable with HBO. Whoa. Yeah, so I was able to see uh, The Departed, which fucking blew my mind. I was able to see Children of Men, which was crazy. That's a movie high up there for yeah, me. Yeah, like, like just really like, oh, sh- you can do it. Shit. Mm. Oh my god! And then uh, starting, then starting to watch uh, Tarantino and all that stuff. Like every college boy watching Tarantino, like whoa! You know what Everybody I mean? Everybody had yeah. like a Boondog, a Boondog Saints yeah. Uh, yeah. poster or uh, Pulp Fiction yeah. or yeah. Kill Bill. <laughs> uh, uh, everybody's like college film is either a straight ripoff of Tarantino or Wes Anderson, and I definitely went the Wes An- or the Tarantino. Role. There you go. I was like, although, uh, although big fan of Wes Anderson too. Shocking! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Shocking. I, for, this is kind of going to go all over the place because yeah. I can name a few things that recently that have like been like that have resonated with me really well. And actually, a lot of them came from Fantastic Fest. A yeah. lot of them were these movies that were special that I knew that I probably would never be able to watch again. And they that made and also it's the only experience that I've ever had where I didn't know what I was going to go see. And that's like yeah. it. That's why I love it so much because it's just a mystery. It's like it, it, it's a crapshoot like sometimes we'll like it's very rare that we'll find like a movie that's kind of like right in the middle yeah. usually it's like actually that animated one we watched last year the junkhead one where i was like that was uh, great it's just too long it's too long it also did not have an ending. it did <laughs> i totally forgot yeah it, it just was, it literally just stops it's it, like it, it was a dick joke at the end yeah. and then that was it but no there was some movies there that like they really hit me and I was and I couldn't like shut up about it it was like a song that gets stuck in your head or like uh, uh, something you get to eat where you're like wow that was like I gotta go home and tell people about that yeah. I, need to, 
I need to like find other people that know. It, it's the stuff that like gets you excited to go and talk to more people about it. I remember the first season of The Flash, the finale of that, really, that ignited like my love of The Flash, and like just because yeah. I was like, this is this is amazing storytelling, and he's this character literally hits every genre that I, every type of storytelling I love. You got time travel, you got multiple universes, and like the super speed is like I, I love the idea of like trying to be everywhere at once. Uh, Superman does the same kind of thing, mm. but I like the way that this is a person given a gift. Um, not born that way. He's given. He's given something, and he chooses to take that and yeah. and run and run with it. Uh, but no, like uh, three football and soul really hit me. Uh, whenever I find a review online, which there are like three yeah. total that are in English, um, they're always like, uh, "This is like an after school special that's a little too campy," and I'm like. I hate yeah, you. you. I hate you. you. Shut up right yeah, now. you can go ahead and shut up about that because yeah. that movie, that movie spoke to me on a lot of levels. Where because like, whatever we all deal, uh, suicide has affected everyone's life in some way, probably right. That's fair yeah. to assume. In some, at some point in your life, you're going to deal with it. Either you know someone, you feel some sort of feelings, or whatever. And this movie somehow managed to capture every aspect uh, and every point of view you could possibly have going towards it. Yeah. From the point of view of someone on the outside that doesn't know why a person would ever feel that way and is upset that a person would feel that way, that like they would want to do that to themselves and to people that they love. Yeah. But also it's like, it also means that the person's not okay, so they're not totally thinking about it, which you could label as selfish, but also it just shows that, hey, maybe they need help to get through that, and that's what that movie is, and it's like, it, it is sometimes a little bit too much of like a rainbow ending, like a rainbow and hugs, but it's like, it, it, no. it really, like, you, that, that's what they label it, I'm like, yeah, but it, I still love it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah I, w- I will say if you were to label that, the ending, the very ending, the very ending, might be the... W- comparatively the weakest part of it yeah but it's a really good movie and Red Turtle which the first time through I haven't seen that that bums me out I think the thing here's the thing Uh, first time through knew nothing about it it was Studio Ghibli but no Miyazaki it was them working with a Dutch company and it was like okay so we don't know what this is there's no dialogue in the movie and it's way shorter than I remember I watched it like really early like the first showing they had at Fantastic Fest so I remember I fell asleep for like like maybe a second and yeah. then I woke back up and there was just something really beautiful about the movie where it was kind of like when you uh, like I maybe it's what people feel like when they look at a painting and they cry yeah. because there's not like there's not really a story it's someone stranded on an island and then it becomes mystical and re-watching it I will say it didn't hold up as much as I thought uh, mm. but the, I still have the memory of what I saw the first time and that's what matters to me more yeah. um, and also reading comics the first one that like blew my mind was why the last man like uh, the person who wrote into us but also giant days because it will never stop bringing me joy i yeah. will i will recommend it until the day i die because it's gonna, it's probably gonna end soon which really like bums me out it's like yeah. that it's that really sad feeling that i'm gonna have um but it, it will never not make me giggle and yeah. like it's giggle like it's, it's yeah. pure joy it's not like me laughing because it was like such a well-crafted joke it's just like this like well-meaning story that is not meant to hurt anybody it's meant yeah. to tell real stories of people having relationships and it's and like i you can connect with it even though you aren't those people and yeah. also it's british humor so i'm like Haha, look at those <laughs> accents that i can read through the text uh video games have done that for me um bioshock infinite um while some of the storyline kind of gets a little bit heady yeah. no you don't think you played it not infinite no i've played the first bioshock which that moment when you first i think what are those called the things you inject Bi- oh the, uh, in the first bioshock when you inject that and that moment where you start like losing it and you fall over the ledge you're like what's how what yeah. the games do this yeah. like that was cool but i, I want to play infinite because it sounds really amazing and it's probably super cheap at this point it is but there's and it is really heady and i think you'd like it because it deals with more grant morrison sees stories yeah. where it's like otherworldly but um there's a moment at the end where it deals with the main character and the and the main female lead, uh, who you find out like what they're what they mean to each other, yeah. Because uh, I could not even begin to explain. <laughs> it's very complicated, but um, 
there's a moment uh, early on in the game where you hear this doo-wop group saying uh, God Only Knows by the, by the Beach Boys, yeah. which is like this already, it's an indicator that's, oh, that's weird because this game takes place in the 1920s. So yeah. you're like, what's going on? Uh, and then it, they play it again, but fully acapella with no other audio playing. And it's like this hauntingly beautiful moment where I sat, because I remember I was like, it was when I was still in, no, it was right out of high school, but yeah. I was able to turn all, all the lights off in my room and I was able to play it. And I cried at the end, but it wasn't like I was sad the game was over, but it was like this really touching moment between two characters, and I didn't realize that a video game could do that. Uh, and it's playing God Only Knows uh, What I'd Be Without You, and it's like this, that they, they're, oh man, I'm getting emotional thinking about it, because yeah. it's like, it, it perfectly sums up, oh man, I'm actually crying. Yeah. I, I think I'm actually crying right now, because it's like, the game has problems, but yeah. it's, the song is a perfect encapsulation of what you look for and the people you meet in your life. Oh, That's excuse cool. me while I cry. Uh, uh, <laughs> something so similar, something I similar cried about <laughs> Super Smash Bros. last time. See, video, game. video games are just emotional for Sam. Uh, no, there was a show recently uh, uh, I watched through all of Justified, which is one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Raylan Givens is one of my favorite characters of all time, thanks to that show. Um, the ending, the very last scene is uh, between, I don't want to spoil, between Raylan and another character and it's just like it's this it's this like uh what they mean to it's a summation of what they mean to each other and it's a complicated relationship but it's just, it's it's weird it's weird because if i were to just read you out of context what they say to each other <laughs> it doesn't mean anything like mm-hmm. it's like whatever but within the context of these two actors that we've seen throughout the show and and this kind of this moment where where everything you've watched for like six or seven seasons clicks into place it's just like oh shit this is who they are to each other it all comes back to this moment mm-hmm and it's great. It's just it's this touching. It's beautiful when you can read a story. There, um, I think it was when I finished 100 Bullets that I was just grateful that I lived in a reality where this work of art existed and I yeah. got to experience it. Like that was cool for me. Mm-hmm. The um, you talked about comics, uh, realizing what they could be to you. Uh, I think I mentioned this in the other show that we recorded earlier, but uh, Dark Knight was in theaters. Uh, Batman R.E.P. was on the shelves. I'm like, they're killing Batman. I'll check it out. And mm-hmm. I didn't know who Grant Morrison was. I didn't know who any of that stuff. So I started reading that, and and I read that, and then they came out with the Joker graphic novel by Brian Azzarello and Lee Bermejo, and that was the moment like, oh, shit, this is art. Mm-hmm. Like, comics aren't just about people in spandex punching each other. It is that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's great. It, it can also be art. Like, mm-hmm. you can tell a story. Like, the stuff that uh, Batman R.E.P., like... The I don't know if I've gotten a chance to talk about it. I'm going to use this as a moment to 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 unpack this. There's Batman is mentally attacked by a villain um, that's not technically introduced in that, but he's kind of fleshed out. Doctor Hurt, and he loses everything. He loses his money. He loses his mind, um, and he starts uh, seeing Batmite, who is his Mister Mister Spitlick, like a basically like an imaginary character, yeah. but he is real. Yeah. And uh, and he eventually asks him, like, "Are you part of my imagination?" Or are you from the fifth dimension? Because that's why he always says, I'm from the fifth dimension. And Batmite's like, you idiot. The fifth dimension is imagination. Mm-hmm. The stuff you imagine is made, it can exist there. Like, it's almost, we were talking about Sandman, uh, uh, the new Sandman comic. It's like the dreaming. It's like, it exists there. And so, the it's near the end, you're trying to figure out who Dr. Hurt is. He says he's Batman's dad. Uh, it's also implied that he's the devil. Um, and what I took away, and eventually there is a more literal translation of who he is, which I don't personally like, but uh, but 
is that he's all of Batman's insecurities made real. Just like Batman, Batmite is is real in that sense. That's what Dr. Hurt is. It's his, it's every insecurity because it, the issue ends going back when Batman's leaving the theater, the Zorro uh, uh, movie with his parents. And he asked Batman, he asked, he asked his dad, like, what if Batman, or what if Zorro existed in our world, like fought crime in Gotham? And he's like, I'm sorry, son, I think Zorro would be thrown in Arkham. Mm-hmm. Which is this insecurity that Batman has that he thinks his dad would think he's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. And that's Dr. Hurt made made manifest. That shit's fucking crazy. Like, mm-hmm. if for somebody who didn't read comics since, like, maybe middle school, like, oh, you can do this mm-hmm. stuff? Like, that was awesome that was great that is a really good story yeah joker uh joker's completely way more grounded Mm -hmm. um but again it's this idea like uh you don't in that comic you don't follow joker you follow johnny frost who's like a a lackey uh and it's just a classic crime story and it's it's um, it's this person experiencing joker from the outside um I, i highly recommend both uh, uh, completely different sides of the spectrum of storytelling but but again it's a the that moment where you realize it's art it's not just it's not just funny pages it's it's a real thing that you can actually communicate an idea through Mm -hmm. and that's what got me back in that's a really good i mean it sounds like a good comic i don't think i've read batman r.i.p i think i've read i recommend all grant morrison's run the whole thing it got me confused which is the one where he like travels through time that's post final crisis but that's called uh uh, batman through time no it's called um uh bruce wayne the return of bruce wayne i think yeah that's yeah yeah, so he's like uh because that's uh Dark side hits him with uh, not the Omega Sanction, which sends you uh, bouncing through time, and Batman's carrying a virus, like a space virus, with him. So if it's basically if the heroes save Batman, Dark side wins, kind of a thing. Like it's mm-hmm. a backup plan. It's, it's all Grant super, Morrison shit. It's, it's always like there's always like 15 different layers. It's but really only like, confusing. Only like three matter. The rest are there for you to like unpack and like give you your own personal oh shit moments as you like try and unpack them you know yeah, what I mean it's it's a little much yeah. um, I do want to say that something that's like less less emotional but I remember one movie that definitely solidified my love uh, for comics and superheroes was the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie yeah. I remember seeing that because it was the first time I was like when I was watching the movie and it's when the big fight on Xandar happens and um uh, while the first like little part of the movie when the characters are introduced, I was like, uh oh, this feels a little. Even rewatching the movie now, I'm like, uh oh, this feels a little rough. Yeah. But when they get together at the prison, it's like, oh, okay, yeah. now the movie they shouldn't have been separated. They should all be together all the time because yeah. that's where how they work. We learned that in Guardians too. We did. Uh, I still enjoy that movie, <laughs> yeah, but, but they definitely it's better work when better. they're together. Yeah. Um, but no, that when they get into the fight and there's this like moment of scale where you can see just how big of a threat this is, and I was like, is this what what Star Wars was like for yeah. people when they watched it? Where it was like, it feels like I can picture this entire world and it's also cooler because star lord's from earth and he gets to experience this is this what like the 80s was like with all those weird did like flight of the navigator and the last yeah, starfighter and everything where it's like it, guardians it, owes a lot to those movies like yeah. totally and everything and it, well, that was when i was like no i'm totally invested in these characters i want to read these characters i want to i'm gonna watch every mcu movie even thor 2 <laughs> even <laughs> thor 2 but we got you but good news you got the thor 3 story has a happy ending it our 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 watching experience has a happy yes it ending. does sorry yeah, they, you know, yeah that's a bet that's the best yeah, way to say our it. watching it though having sitting through the first two thors don't worry it gets better it does we watched all of them this year that was great i'm trying to think if there's uh movies tv shows i will say the first tv show that i ever like connected with was Mm -hmm. the the american office was the one that like my whole family watched friends of my family like we'd have viewing nights um actually my girlfriend now that's actually how we like became friends was like watching that together like way way back when and like see when season two was on like that's when like the whole like country was like getting on board and the whole world um 
so that that always means a lot and like the and I still will rewatch it just for like comfort because there's there's actually like these like really cool moments when they actually get to like dive into the, like Michael Scott's an idiot like a functional mm-hmm. idiot and there's no reason why he should have this job but when they actually take the time to be like no he was hired for a reason yeah he actually is a pretty decent salesperson oh yeah he's, he's very just not good. a good manager he's not a good manager and and he does mean well yes but he's so emotionally driven that like sometimes yeah. it's like you, it's like you have to un, you you think of yourself as like this big idol and you are not that anyways we no. could do an office office thing it would be a, i'd have a blast uh with that but is there anything anything else that you'd like to no uh, i think i think we're good i think that's a that, that was a good that was a good letter to to cap off our little yeah hey you gotta end with me crying hey, listen <laughs> it won't be a fan letter episode if sam doesn't cry damn it oh you gotta you guys know how to it, it's it's not even that big of a question yeah. like this one was just like what do you love and it was like <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last one was super <laughs> fucking super smash Bros. uh speaking of video game stuff there are a moment of video games that that kind of blew my mind was in the first red dead redemption uh um, there's a moment when you open up the basically the rest of the world and you have to ride there. There's no like fast travel mm. and this song plays and it's just this weird like beautiful like cathartic like I can't even remember what happens like something big story wise happens that kind of like shoots the whole story in another direction. And it was this it was a really it was a really cool moment. I did sorry last no. one Orphan Black that pilot I have never seen so many left turns in a show where like watching it now I'm like oh I can see it but it caught me so off guard even though I knew what the twist it's hard you couldn't advertise yeah. a show without saying what the twist was I sure couldn't uh, but so as it was going I was like when are they going to introduce this but as it keeps getting worse for your for Sarah you're yeah. like I, she's the most capable she's like James Bond if she's able to figure all this out but she clearly can't and she yeah. can't handle it it's such a that show is so good Best pilot I've ever seen of a show ever, probably The Shield. The, it sets up, it sets up a whole show, mm-hmm. a whole concept, and then it flushes it down the garbage disposal and goes in a completely different direction. It's really interesting. Like, like it sets up really. Oh yeah, I see what they're doing. I see what it's doing. And in one moment, it's like, oh no, that's not what the show is. Oops. Yeah. So, so uh, highly recommend that. I own the whole series. That's that. Um, the Wire, obviously. Mm-hmm. Bad. You guys know. Yeah, you know, you yeah, gotta check you that know. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, this was a lot of fun. So thank you guys for sending in your questions on, over the email. Yes, you ask do, at onlystupidanswers.com. And you can do that. Fit to air. Oh, yeah, you can do that at uh, onlystupidanswers.com. There's a contact page, like yes. that, fit to air. You can write that there. But also you can find our schedule for all of our upcoming things ever, yes. forever and ever, amen. And all of our content, like patreon.com slash onlystupidanswers. You can get on our Discord, which is an amazing community to talk about anything you yep. want. Um, and we have our bonus episodes where we talk about comics and super TV shows when those come back. We have a live recording, which you can join us for. We have the Google Hangouts. We have the movie watch-alongs. There's so much. Agreed. I am DJ Wooldridge at DJ Talks Trash, every place that matters. Thank you for joining us. Next to me is Sam Basher at Sam Basher, everywhere that matters, guys. Thank you so much to uh, Maggie, Danny, Terry, Jake, Kate, Julie, and Chai. I think I said everybody. Nailed it. Stuff. Thank you so much you guys for all are the, best, the for letters real. and gifts. It was, it's just heartfelt and it makes us feel really good and it's like, and it not just feel good, like it's just it's touching. So if no. you guys want me to cry again, we can do that. But <laughs> I'm going to hold them in. That's what I like to do. Uh, but guys, thank you so much. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.